0: Hey team, welcome back to another episode of Life on Purpose. I'm your host, Phil Britton, and today's episode, we're going to be talking about the battle between good, accepting good enough, and going for great. So stay tuned. hey team welcome back to the life on purpose podcast show i'm your host phil Britton, and we are back in the studio again after a little bit of a travel um but also we're about to take off again on what we're calling the thrive tour i've been telling you guys a little bit about this if you're listening to this or watching this and you're in australia and you'd love me to come and speak to your your community your work your your school or whatever it may be i'm going to be hitting up all the remote regional and big city towns in australia as we travel around to reach, teach and inspire as many people as we can, leave them impacted, leave them inspired to level up and thrive and not just survive. So please, even if you're listening or watching this anywhere else in the world, if you know anyone in Australia, unfortunately I can't get around to the world at the moment but I'm doing my very, very best to uh, reach, teach and inspire as many people in Australia as we can. Please reach out to me guys, I'd love to connect with you, chat with you and see if we can uh, line something up. So today, this episode we're talking about the battle between settling for good and not shooting for great. Settling for just being good enough and not shooting for a great life. All right. I often say that, um, that in life, if you want to live an extraordinary life, you have to do extraordinary things. If you wanna do or have an ordinary life, just do ordinary things. And this is that battle, this is that understanding that it's okay, if good's good for you, if that's good enough, that's fine, but don't complain about it. If an ordinary life, check in, check out, just scraping by, you know, an ordinary fitness level, an ordinary connection with your, your you know, relationship with your loved, loved one, an ordinary income, an ordinary house, if that's cool for you, that's great. I'm not here to push you to do or be or become anything that you don't wanna be. But what I don't like is when people complain about it and do nothing about it. Settling for good is okay, but don't complain about that you don't have X, Y, Z in your life. If you want extraordinary things, do extraordinary things. If you want an ordinary life, just do ordinary things. If you are happy with a good enough life, just do good enough things. But if you want a great life, you have to be willing to do great things, all right? And uh, this comes from the flow on. I was really got inspired from my last episode. Um, I was listening back to it, making sure the, uh, the audio went through and all that. And I was just thinking about you know, the, the six human needs and, and we spoke about personal growth and that everyone needs to allow themselves some time to grow because that's part of our human needs. We all need to grow and move forward and level up, right? And uh, this came about as I started doing some research and I found something really interesting. This lady, she wrote a, b- a big book uh, and she interviewed all these people on palliative care, like they're on death's door. And she came up with this number one regret that all these people, these hundreds and thousands of people that she interviewed on palliative care, on death's door, they had nothing else to lose. They had no time to, to buy back, they're, they're, they're gone, right? And she came up with this. This is the number one regret, right? The most common regret was people wishing they'd had the courage to live a life true to oneself, not the life others expected of them. Now, I'm reading this because I want to make sure it's powerful, and I want to read this again. The most common regret was people wishing they'd had the courage to live a life true to oneself, not the life others expected of them. Sometimes we get around life, you know, trying to meet everyone's expectations or, you know, uh, in, 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 in many areas of our life, right? And you know there's this pull between living a life true to yourself versus a life that others expect of you. And if that's the number one regret that all these thousands of people that had just before they died, I want that to be a reminder and a wake up to you. If you're doing something that's pulling you away from your your, your true belief, your true vision for yourself, your true passion, your purpose, or you know, you, to, to living your true one's self. And you feel like you're living to an expectation of other people. Then I want you to have a good hard look at yourself and I want you to ask yourself, how can I change this? Because if we can learn from other people's mistakes, that's another way that we can grow and be better and hopefully not be a statistic like these people on death's door, about to give up on the life, on the world because you know, obviously they're, they're old, they're, they're on palliative care, but not to have that regret. So I just think that's super powerful, that the number one regret she heard from all these people, literally before they died, from people who had nothing left to lose and no more time to do anything about it, that they lived a life true to oneself. They wanted to live a life true to themselves rather than the expectation of others that I had on them a few others that we were that came about um, i think there's four here i wish i hadn't worked so hard ask yourself do you feel like you work too hard you know i know that money's good and sometimes it's uh, you know what comes first you know the, the 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 um you know the money before happiness well you know what you, the money will come and go it's it's one of those things that you know yes money will provide you some level of opportunities and some level of happiness, but money can't buy you time in actual fact unless you've got money working for you while you sleep, like you're investing or you know, in these other things and you've got a business where people are working for you. So unless you've got money working for you, you have to go out and uh, spend time to make that money. And unfortunately, you don't get that money back. So one of the biggest regrets that some people had was I wish I hadn't worked so hard. At the end of the day, there was always time for work. You always put work first rather than other things that are important, like maybe family time and holidays, and you know just just having fun with the people around you. A couple of the other ones were: I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. Some of us, and you know, suppress our feelings, and you know, we are getting in a, in a, in, into a, into a, an age in the world where it is more open to express our feelings. And uh, obviously, these people are are talking about their life and you know maybe a a few decades ago when they were you know in, in, in a different environment in the world where you know we were told not to express our feelings and I think it's super important that we do express our feelings to our loved ones to our to our wife to our husbands to to our kids as well we set an example but also you know if you've got conflict in a workplace if you've got conflict anywhere in your life you should express the way you feel and get that out rather than bottling it in because it's not going to do you or anyone any favours. Another one was I wish I had stayed in touch with more friends. I don't know if, if you're like me, you know, like life sort of just gets gets sort of, here's the runway, right? And you know, friends come and go and they drop off, but and I guess we're lucky in a way that social media allows us to connect to our friends or see what's going on in their life. But I sort of struggle to, to understand that I, well, I actually don't struggle, I totally understand this, that you may have them on your friends list on social media, but you're not actually connecting with your friends. They may be your friends on Facebook, but you don't actually have a connection with them. When was the last time you called them and spoke to them or hung out with them and spent some time with your friends? Another one was, I wish that I had let myself be more happier, let the happiness bug out. Well. When I did some research on this, I was just thinking, you know what, these are, these are things that people who were on death's door, who had nothing else to give, and all the things that they regretted, and I'm looking at this at the age of, you know, next week is my birthday at 41, and I'm thinking, you know what, some of these are so true, but pretty much all of them are easy to change. You know what I mean? Like some of these are easy to change. I wish I hadn't worked so hard. I can change that. We can work the, the, the schedule. We can work the way that we work. And we can make sure that we have, you know, the work time and then play time type of thing. We can, we can work on that. I wish I had the, the courage to express my feelings. I can do that. That's easy to do. I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. That's super easy. We can just make the choice to make a phone call right now. We can make the choice to organize a catch up right now. I wish that I had let myself be happier. That's a choice. I can choose to do that right now, and in actual fact, I'm smiling. If you're just listening to the audio, you're not watching the video, I'm smiling right now. I'm super happy. You know why I'm happy? I'm happy because I feel like I'm gonna learn from these, these regrets that these people have, and these small things that I can change are gonna have a massive uh, massive change in my life. Imagine if I get to the end of my life, whenever that is, and not have these regrets. These are the top five regrets of people on death's door. These aren't hard to change. We have the ability right now, you and I, let's make a commitment that we're gonna make a change in these areas to level up our life. Because at the end of the day, in a nutshell, too many of us settle for good enough. A good enough job, a good enough relationship, good enough health, a good enough connection with our kids, good enough happiness level. It's just, it's just good enough. We want great, we want to live a great life. And if these are the small little things that stop us from living a great life, I think we owe it to ourselves to make those small changes. Good enough breeds complacency. Good enough gives us the, in, just enough in nourishment to sedate our hunger for greatness. Let me repeat that, I've written this down. Good enough gives us just enough nourishment to sedate our hunger for greatness. Good enough is a sedative that numbs our hearts and minds. So please, if you're watching or listening to this right now, I want you to understand that I'm not going to settle for good and I'm going to go for great. I'm going to make these small changes in my life and I'm going to get big outputs at the end of my life. When I'm laying there looking at the life that I've lived, these will not be my regrets. And the only person that can change these is yours. These are all choices that you and I can make right now. And I believe that if you are like me and we want to live a great life, if we want to we want to shoot for extraordinary, we're going to do some extraordinary things. And these things aren't really that extraordinary. I mean, these are just small things that we can change. So please, let's just make a pat to ourselves. Let's, let's just say internally into our head. I know you're watching or you're listening to this, wherever you're getting this information. Let's just make a pat to ourselves right now that we're gonna we're gonna take these points here. We're gonna start making we're gonna start making a dent in these. We're going to. Make sure that we uh, don't work so hard, you know? Yeah, we're gonna work and we're gonna work hard when we've put our, our minds and effort to it, right? But we're gonna give ourselves time. We're gonna put the work time here and the play time here, right? What else are we gonna do? We're gonna, we're gonna express our feelings more often. We're not gonna bottle it up. When we feel like we've got some emotional baggage going on, we're gonna share it. We're gonna talk to someone, our wife, our husband, our kids, how are we feeling with our kids? Get them on your side. How are you feeling with your boss? Can you have a chat to your boss about how you're feeling with with what's going on at work or a colleague or whatever it may be? We're, we're gonna get in touch with some friends, you know. Like let's 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 not just look at what they're doing on social media. Let's let's connect with them, let's reach with them, let's catch up with them. All right. We're also going to have more happiness. We're gonna bring more happiness. And just the easiest thing that you can do is choose to be happier. Choose not to be negative. Choose not to be angry. Choose not to be sad. If you go there, that's fine. But choose happiness over those things. I hope this episode has helped you. I hope it really flowed on from the last episode. And if you haven't watched that or listened to that, go back, listen to the growth episode. Come and listen to this again. And I can't wait to see you level up. Please leave a comment. Give us some thumbs up. Share this with someone who you know, who, who you know needs to hear this message. And please don't forget, guys, live life on purpose. Ciao. See you next time.